When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, you are hanging back with the Jack right here at Back to the 80s Radio. And that was Everybody Wants to Rule the World by the legendary Tears for Fears. Talking about uh, everybody wanting to rule the world. Hey, we got a, a, a ticket set going out to color number five if they want to go to the Monster Truck Rally in Anaheim, California. That's right. You check out Bigfoot and Gravedigger and all the fan favorites. Hey, right now we're asking a golden question for those tickets. And this is to all you royal kings and queens out there in Jackson Gangsterville. Hey, what was Queen's number one song in 1980? Color number five. Colors right here at Radio Back to the 80s. Hold on. Hey, you are hanging with the chain. Color number five. Tell me who you are. Tell me that you're alive. <laughs> This is the ex-prince. You can now call me King Charles III. Oh, As we Charlie. all know, I'm talking heathen. Hey. All do we know is mummy left us not too long ago. Oh, King and Charlie. therefore, I decree yeah. that the answer to your question... Oh, bugger, what? I don't remember the answer. What was the question? Oh, Charles, my boy, it's mummy. Mommy! I miss you and your brother Mommy. so. Well, you are sorely, sorely missed as well. I had you summoned because I have to get the answer to a question. Uh, something rather distastefully, I must admit. But it is the question of this radio joke from the United States. Mr. Radio Personality, what was the question? My name is the the Chag and you're on the hag. Hey, uh, now, Charlie, I'm going to call you King Charlie. King Charles. The question is, what was Queen's top hit in the 1980s? If you can answer that, you and your mummy's soul will be going to go check out the Monster Truck Rally in Anaheim, California. You have the answer, King Charlie. The listeners are waiting. No, that should be a piece of cake. Mummy, what was your favorite lullaby to sing to me, Mummy? Under such pressure, Charles. It's under pressure. Under pressure. Thank you, Mummy. Uh, Mr. Sir Mixalock, the answer is Under Pressure by Mummy. Oh! Yickety-yak! Yickety-yak! The King Charlie has come back! Hey, King Charlie, want to tell the listeners that you are a proud winner to two tickets to the Monster Truck Rally of Anaheim, California, coming up this Saturday. And I want you to tell all those boys and girls and royal kings, queens, prince and princesses out there at Changsterville, who do you listen to and who's your number one 80s radio station? King Charlie! Tell them who your mama is. <laughs> yeah, knock, knock. <laughs> Hello, I'm saying knock, knock. You must respond, you heathen. Who's there? Silence. <laughs> I am the king. 
On behalf of the Queen Mother and myself, King Charles III, and I want to let you know that uh, you are doing a grand job, Mr. Jock. Long live the 80s, long live the Queen, and long live Back to the 80s Radio. from King Charlie. We are back to the 80s radio. This is the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. Thank you for joining us on another wonderful Friday. First introductions are in order, because next to me is a man, a myth, and a legend in his very own mind. He's been known to some people back in the 80s as El Paletero, which translated means the ice cream man. To us here at Back to the 80s, we refer to him as the ever so wondrous Chang. What's crackalackin'? Everybody out there and back to the 80s land. It is I, the Chang. Uh, can you uh, please form a single line, no pushing, uh, and I will wait on one customer. I have banana splits, uh, strawberry splits, uh, malts. I also have ice cream cones, uh, big sticks. I have popsicles. I have a certain dazzling cups of pistachio ice cream, all for a dollar. Thank you, and please come again. Hi, huh. this is Chang, Chang's Ice Cream. How are you, Toscana? What can I get really? you? One or no two wonder. scoops. <laughs> two. Do you remember Thrifties? A lot of people oh. that are in the United States will remember Thrifties back in the in the eighties, even before that, of course. Oh, but yeah, brother. Thrifties oh, yeah. had the best ice cream. Remember that? Oh. Now I think that only oh, Rite Aid carries Thrifty's ice cream. You are right. And as a matter of fact, Mr. and Mrs. Chang, myself, stepped out just two days ago to Rite Aid because we're getting in that golden age where, you know, we have to go get some medications and some vitamins, you know, for the silver years. And we picked up not one but two scoops of delicious Thrifty's ice cream cones and on the sugar cone. I will add. Remember the little tiny cone that we used to get? Yes, yes, I remember. Although I, we used to get, for some reason, I used to get, you know, as a mm. small child, I think back in Ooh, the 70s. Really? Uh, my dad used to give me the other cone, the sugar cone, I guess yes. they're called. No, the, the thin brown one, not the thin the brown one. It's cone. the other one, the... Yeah, the, the wafer, wafer cone. cone. That's now, did you get the wafer cone yeah. that was all solid? I remember sometimes getting the wafer cone to where it was kind of had like a crack, kind of like a seam where you could see they kind of like rolled it together, but it didn't really make it solid. Yet. <laughs> no, never, never had that one. I just had the normal ones with a yeah. little crisscross design. See, and, and I like used to one. see those and I used to tell my grandma, oh, I got the generic. I got the bunk one because as your ice cream melts, it starts coming through that crease. Gets all over your clothing, your toys. Exactly. You can't touch GI Joe anymore because your hands are dripping with chocolate ice cream. And you know your grandma. But and, it was fantastic yeah. ice cream. And now yeah. my question, my question to you is: It's still that good, even if it's you know writing. what? It is still that good. But the missing element is remembering how I pissed off my grandparents when I would touch things in their car with ice cream hands. Ay, demonio! God damn it! Don't touch anything. Use the napkins. 
Quinn, back to the 80s radio, comes back. Radio personalities of the 1980s. We're going to be right back. up song for the amazing 80s rock band Rock Sugar. Stay tuned because next week on the show we've got Chuck Duran, the lead guitarist and co-founder of the mashup band sensation.
Rock Sugar. Chang, hit it, buddy. Jocks of an era gone by on terrestrial radio. A show tonight about who had the balls, who had the guts, who had the boldness, and who had the freedom to be that radio friend that we all miss nowadays that we've lost that in the golden age of radio. Now, Toscano, let me address you before we dive into our categories. Who is the most impressionable jock of your memory and your favorite radio station in your growing years of the 1980s? You tell me yours, and I will tell you mine after. Well, I can tell you that the biggest ones in Los Angeles in the 80s, when I really paid attention to radio, the biggest one was probably Rick D's, Shadow Stevens, of course. You know, he went on to do a lot of television. I want to say that those are the two most popular. Yeah, two most popular that I knew of. I mean, at a national level, right? Syndicated level. And then you had other ones that, of course, I would listen to. Somewhere from Kiss FM, I also used to listen to 103.5. A good friend of ours now, Ted Ziegenbush and Mike Saccharides, uh used to be on Coast 103.5. And, of course, I also used to listen to Power 106, Mucho Morales, Cervantes. I uh, used to listen to, the, to them all. Even Jay Thomas. Remember Jay Thomas? Great morning jock. He was one of the first controversial jocks. Right, right. He started. Uh, he was that- Carla's boyfriend in uh, uh, Cheers. He played uh, Carla's husband. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I never watched the show. So, well, too bad. So- Great show. We didn't miss you. We had a Cheers party, as a matter of fact. And you weren't missed. Um, you know, missed it all. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Jay Thomas, also Benny Martinez, Bruce Vidal was another one of the big ones that I used to listen to on Kiss FM. And like I said, Power 106, whoever was on there. 80s radio, brother, is what we want to talk about today. A lot of people that are listening from all over the world will remember that in your particular area, wherever it is that you grew up, people have told me from other parts of the world that in the 80s, it was great for them as well, even with radio. Somewhere along the decades after the mid-90s, everything just changed exactly as radio did. Those are some of the jocks that I used to, I used to listen to. Growing up, you know, I, everyone knows that by now I'm a bit older than you, and uh, I'm a child of uh, born in '65, but I'm pretty much a radio music child of uh, that era up into you know the '80s of my growing years. And I'd say in '80s radio, uh, my favorite radio personality, the one that was like the eclipse of what I wanted to do one day if I ever was bold enough or fortunate enough to do radio was Jim Ladd of KMET. Uh, not only Jim Ladd, but I'd say the entire staff of, of KMET 97, 94.7, located in Los Angeles, Hollywood, California, right off the 101 freeway off of Sunset. And uh, a lot of the jocks from KLOS. Uh, but I would have to say Jim Ladd is definitely uh, my number one mentor besides Sha- Shadow Stevens, who kind of showed me and, and, and uh, showed me that it's it's cool to be funny. It's cool to be funny, intelligent. It's cool to use that comedic kind of uh, personality that one may be born with and 
just Jim Ladd, just like touching people's souls with the music he played, uh, speaking on uh, the freedoms of us as Americans, of freeform radio, freeform music, uh, you know, kind of liberalism, but more or less over liberalism, equality, and, and, and the thought of if everybody could unify in the form of music, what a beautiful place this would be. So I would have to definitely say it was those two individuals that uh, opened up my eyes to hell yeah that's what what radio is i'll never forget these guys you know they they were there at some of my darkest times and some of the times where i was trying to figure out if i was crazy in the head for being who i am so definitely those two individuals you know uh radio personalities i remember back then they were larger than life you would hear these guys with these just some guys with these marvelous beautiful voices and other guys with maybe not as beautiful of a voice, but with their own style. And one very, very important aspect that these guys brought to us, and gals, because there was a bunch of great gals doing it, the job as well, it was that they were entertainers. Radio along the way, especially today, you listen to these guys, and the number one thing that they tell them is do not be like an announcer from back in the day. They don't want them to be the announcers. They say, we want you to be more relatable and we want you to talk like if they're right next to you, which I can understand. The problem is that you lose what we had being an entertainer because that's what you are. You're an entertainer and you touch people as you, they've touched you in dark times. They were a part of a life in the fun times and the happy times. Even in the sad times, we could do requests when you were in love. There was so much that radio personalities did back in the day. I have a few honorable mentions, and I want everybody to enjoy what radio used to be like for us in the 80s. This is Chuck Geiger from KFRC in San Francisco. KFRC San Francisco with the best music in stereo. 7 o'clock, Chuck Geiger, Vernon Robert. KFRC's Dr. Don Rose and your Duke Dave Sholin bring you the newest and tastiest videos. Watch for it. The videos starting this Saturday night at 6.30 on Channel 4. They will take you deep into the world of rock video. Huey Lewis in the news on Stereo 610. Hello. I think I know you. If you'll turn around, I know I know you. Lionel Richie at KFRC. KFRC. picked up a hundred bucks for his family to spend anywhere they want to. Just part of over a quarter of a million dollars in Big Yazoo cash that's been won here on 610. Toto Basque, we're going way down to One of the other ones, Chang, that was really, really fantastic was a guy by the name of Chuck Boom Boom Cannon. Now, have you ever heard this guy? You know what? I have never heard this guy. Obviously, he's not in L.A., so I'm only a product of Los Angeles, California. Yeah, this is uh, KKLQ San Diego. San Diego's Q106. She's not preaching, but she's getting the message across. KKLQ, your better mix of music radio station with the QGM Twins, FM 106.5, AM 600, the Canon, shooting for maximum intensity, boogie to burn holes in your consciousness. Are you ready for 30 minutes nonstop? I dig it. Yeah, tone low, gonna make it smoke and get it going with funky cold Medina. Oh. 
Q106, I'm jamming. Giving it up again. Another chance to get a couple of tickets to go see the cover girls tomorrow night. This hour, Will to Power. Say it's going to rain when you hear it. Be called 22. Tell me, Q's your concert connection and you win. They don't make them like they used to. Oh, they just don't, bro. I mean, it's funny because uh, I can't say funny. It's odd and ridiculous that uh, as, yes, I'm going to say it, as MTV entered the ear more the eye waves of the movement of music and uh, mu- music, uh, radio broadcasting and radio recording uh, uh, companies started uh, going for the appeal of one's eye from the talent rather than the musical content or the musical talent that uh, they would hold and it then when you saw that sudden change, not only on radio, in the music business, album-wise, television-wise, video-wise, uh, but radio started to seem to die. There was a less need for the radio personality who were the kind of orchestrator of the radio orchestra, if I may say. Uh, the songs that were played, the commercials that were played, the message uh, that they played, uh, the kind of... Uh, format or tone that each radio jock presented in their four-hour shift, giving it that radio experience of that time, its own taste, its own personality, its own vibe. So as the listener, we intertwine with that and we align with what really gets to our heart, our soul, makes our our bodies uh, shake and dance in the car or wherever you're at or crank it louder or set the tone for a gathering. And it was at that time when that started dying. And I'm going to tell you, I blame MTV. I blame the record companies. And I blame everybody else in the music business that was a bunch of pansy-ass wussies that sold out the ever-so-gracious FM terrestrial radio. (laughs) Is that in a nutshell for you? That's in a nutshell, my brother, because without getting too much into the business of radio, it will never be the same. See, we were exposed to all of that. We we grew up with that. The younger generation, you know, my kids are never going to hear radio the way we used to. They're never going to go, oh, man, I can't wait to listen to, to this jock at this time. No, you don't say that anymore. And you know what? Did MTV kill the radio? I think MTV did kill a lot of it. They are responsible for a lot of the stuff that went down. There's one thing, brother, that I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but I think the main responsible party when the Internet started, all of a sudden now you get music in a different way. It changed the whole world of radio because now the executives and the attorneys who actually run the behind the scenes, they take over and they have to adjust to whatever the times are bringing. And at the end of the day, all they care for is about money. They don't care about the listener. We've talked about that before. These these lawyers and and uh, executives who run radio stations, and which, by the way, as a side note, there's a handful of companies that own thousands of radio stations across the United States. So it's a monopoly. And anyway, long story short, we grew up with a different radio. I'd like to find out how was radio in your country? I remember with this a couple of weeks ago when we interviewed Sandy from Australia. It used to be fantastic. Radio used to be fantastic back in the 80s. And you know what? It all boils down to what we had here in the United States. And I got to tell you, back in the 80s, it was just freaking entertainment. It was just downright entertaining to listen to radio. 
a real quick story. There was a jock in L.A. His name was Bruce Vidal, and he was a jock at uh, KISS FM. And he had been all over the country as well. On one occasion on his radio station in San Francisco, he ended up announcing that a $25,000 prize for a certain caller. Well, of course, he had a caller, and he he uh, told this caller that they had won $25,000, but it wasn't the time of the day that he was supposed to. So basically, he wasn't supposed to give anybody that money. Well, he got fired from the station, and the station had to pay $25,000 because of a screw-up from a jock. So we we got it all, man, from back then. We got it all. I loved Loved radio jocks back in the 80s. 102.7 Kiss FM. I love that jam. KC Haley, if you think you're lonely now, just wait. <laughs> I've heard that before, let me tell you. All right, office of the day. We got in and out burgers for free. Free lunch. Here we go. We got a fax from the folks over at Chicago Title Company. I used to work for a title company back before I was a disc jockey when I was going to disc jockey school. When I worked my way through. Hello again, everyone. I'm standing here on the deck of a world-famous cruise ship, and boy, is this exciting. To announce Candy's Caribbean Fantasy Cruise Sweepstakes. Sheila, great bikini, you look terrific. And you know what the incredibly terrific grand prize is? A free one-week Caribbean cruise. Can you believe it? On a world-famous cruise ship. And all you have to do to enter the Candy Sweepstakes is simply... Just fantastic. I mean, sun and fun and all that shopping. Even a free cruise wardrobe and other free gifts. And all you have to do to enter is simply... Imagine a whole week of eating, drinking, singing, dancing, sunning, swimming, even optional shuffleboard. So remember to enter just... Golf lessons now being given on the promenade deck. And good luck! Okay, okay. Just in case you missed that, entry blanks for the cruise on a Carnival Cruise Line ship are available now through March 25th at May Company and Women's Shoes. No purchase necessary. But you may want to purchase a pair or two of hot, exciting candies fast-track shoes anyway. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Now, back in the 80s, I remember listening to KRLA, uh, Shotgun Thomas, Machine Gun Kelly, and, of course, everybody that was ever incarcerated and everybody's homie, uh, the legend himself. You know who I'm talking about, Art LeBeau. Art LeBeau had such a smooth voice that he could speak gang lingo and call out homies with such an intellectual presence hey this next call goes out from angel girl to chuko who's in san quentin right now saying i love you babe and i can hardly wait till we are together again this song goes out to you chuko and it was like wow white guy talking to the rasa locked up in jail you knew back then when you had connections like that that radio was genuine another jock frazier smith on KMET every morning early when I was getting ready to go to school in uh, high school. Fraser Smith portrayed himself as like maybe three or four characters on his morning show. So sometimes he was talking to himself and answering himself, but it was just like, you know, he just had that vibe to just wrap you up and, and kind of take you on a comical journey in the morning as you're getting ready to face the day. We definitely have lost that kind of presence in radio. We do have the many listeners that are of the younger generation that did not grow up with what we had, did not know the value and the importance. And I do strongly say importance that radio disc jockeys brought 
to the table for entertainment of the ear, entertainment of the mind, entertainment for the soul, but for the sheer friendship and bond that they gave us from so far away when we, the listener, were by ourselves listening to those speakers, my brother. From the mouth of Chang to everybody listening on Back to the 80s Radio, we're going to be right back. Don't go away. Great song, and then Jefferson Airplane, three-fifths of a mile in ten seconds. A song about commercialism, advertising, and all of that. The Beatles, I Me Mine, George Harrison's Living in the Material World, and Police with Spirits in the Material World. And congratulations to Leonard Sanchez from Boyle Heights. Leonard, my brother, you're going to go see the police and Elvis Costello because you have the good taste, the grace, and the luck to be listening to 95.5 KLOS. Good for you, man. And thank you for being a part of the tribe, Leonard. Everybody out there who listens to this show, you are a part of a tribe, a tribe of people who have chosen freeform rock and roll radio over the lowest common denominator. This is not a show for stupid people. This is not background music. This is not uh, a show where we use research and market-driven techniques to try to figure out how to get inside the mass psyche of as many people as we can know. This is you and me talking. That's the difference. This is you and me. And we speak not only through words, but we speak through this extraordinary music. For our vocabulary is long and wide and deep. Our vocabulary is rock and roll music. It's about a lack of restrictions. It's about a lack of fences, a lack of trying to rein us in and pigeonhole us. Now, that doesn't mean that freeform radio is free of structure. Quite the contrary. And a lot of people don't get this. They hear freeform radio and they think, oh, it's just like a mishmash of anything Jim wants to throw on. Well, it is anything that I want to play. But for those of you tribal members who get what's going on here, you know that this show is more structured than any other show on the air. A format is random. What you're normally hearing on radio is taking the research putting it into a computer, and it vomits up a list of songs. It spits out a random list of tunes without any rhyme or reason. That is the antithesis of what we're doing here. Every song that I choose to play for you, I make about 100 decisions about that song. First, what does the song say? Will it advance the particular point that I'm trying to make? How does it begin? How does it end? What is the tempo? What lyrical connection is going to drive the storyline of the particular set that we're talking about. We're talking about commercialism and living in the material world in that last set of songs. I'm Jim Ladd, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is 95.5 KLOS Los Angeles. Hey, some of you remember the 80s vibe, right? Well, it lives loud and proud on Back to the 80s with my pals Toscato and Chang. There are two jocks. It's a duo, and the other one was a single guy with his whole crew, and that was Rick Dees, at least here in Southern California, before Mark and Brian, who are the duo that I was talking to you about, he already had started crank-calling people and doing skits doing skits on the, on the radio nationally. Rick Dees is a brand. I saw him not too long ago talk about, you know, in his, in his studio, there's a big picture of Rick Dees when he was young. And I didn't understand when he pointed at the picture said, this is the real Rick Dees. He was talking about this is the character. This is what people see 
when uh, when they drive by the freeway, wherever his radio station's at. Rick D's became a brand. And along those same lines, my favorite duo of comedy and radio, Mark and Brian, man. Uh, they were on KLOS at the time in the later 80s. I know that you listen to them. And there's a lot of people who have that listen to our show, and there's a lot of people that have no idea who they were. But one of the things that they were famous for is doing skits. They would get calls. But in reality, it was Mark and Brian. I want you to check this out. We'll be right back. Uh, an individual we've had on the program for the last couple of years, it appears. And uh, uh, and by God, what would Christmas be without a visit from this gentleman? Straight, direct from the North Pole. Uh, he is also an Elvis impersonator up that way. Please welcome back to the show, Elvis. Good morning. I see you, Sissy Rider. I see what you have done. Here, 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 here. I won't see Mama Baby. It's Elvis gonna make you. <laughs> hey, Elvis. I won't see Mama Baby. What's going on, Mama? Mama Baby. <laughs> gonna uh, come over to my igloo later. Gonna maybe make him some banana and blueberry deep fried sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow, Elvis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, let, let, let's try to get this right now. Thank you. You're an elf. Thank <laughs> <laughs> very much. You're yeah. an elf? Uh, yeah, I'm an elf. And you live at the North Pole? I live at the North Pole. And you're an Elvis impersonator? And I am the Elvis impersonator. I'm Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember one night when I was little, yeah. well, littler, <laughs> I was in my room singing and dancing around, you know, like I do. Right. And my daddy yelled, hey, boy, stop all that ear-splitting racket and go learn a trade. Ain't nothing wrong with building dolls and choo-choo trees and Pez dispensers for a living. It was good enough for me. It's good enough for you. Now take off your mama's pantsuit. <laughs> I said, but Daddy, I want to be the greatest entertainer to ever touch a stage like like Elvis Presley. Right. All I need is a hook. And he said, son, you got to face some facts. You're an elf, and that's all you'll ever be. Now, I know you can sing. We all can. That's one of the things ourselves do. But we're supposed to sing jolly holly songs of festive merriment, not this hoochie-coochie jungle music. And elves do not wiggle their hips. And elves do not grow sideburns. And elves do not hump the cat. Right. <laughs> so. But the point is, I... I just want to say, I never give up on my dream. No. No, baby mama. And here I am today. <laughs> the most famous, most loved, highest paid entertainer in the Arctic region. I'm Elvis. Elvis, 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 Elvis. <laughs> so now, uh, Elvis, you've been performing lately? I do. I've been performing, absolutely. <laughs> the Klondike Bar and Grill, six nights, two shows on Saturday, 7, 30, and 10. No cover, one drink minimum. Uh, that's the Klondike Bar and Grill. Come on by. But I don't just impersonate the king. No? No. I live the life. You, you live the life of the king. Meaning what? Well, there's lots of comparisons. <laughs> I hate you. I'll give you some comparisons, Mama Baby. I tell you. See? 
The king lived in Graceland. Right, right. I live near Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's uncanny. Hey, that's kind of wacky. Uh, the king would travel in the limo with a minibar. Right. I travel on a snowmobile with a drink holder. I see. <laughs> I see. Man. I see. See rider. Yeah, right. That's that's wild. That's so close. So similar. I will say one of the one of, one of that king's hits was. I just want to be your teddy bear. Right. I once saw an Eskimo get torn in half by a polar bear. (laughs) (laughs) Look out. I'll see. Man, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. I'll try to chop you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be harsh in my game. I come over and try to chop you. I know you will. Give you a hard one to the ankle. Look out! Mama, baby. Holy cow. Well, I say, I just won't come in and tell everybody, and I don't forget, I'm at the Klondike Bar and Grill all this week, and then the whiskiest snow dome through New Year's. Wow, we'll um, absolutely try to check out the show, and still, a lot of Yetis come to the show? A lot of Yeti come, I tell you, boy. Yeti. <laughs> you start on me, I won't say them Yetis. <laughs> Nothing will spoil a good show that Yeti coming in and eating all my ill audience. <laughs> Hot damn tamale. So Yetis come in and they start eating the audience? Well, they come in and they say, oh, we'll be good. You know, we ain't hungry until we ain't going to eat nobody. Just let them come enjoy the show. They let us sit down and we're going to be good and all. But you get them Yetis start drinking, they get mean. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. I wasn't aware. <laughs> Traveling pack are scared of me. <laughs> they know I take one of them out. Yeah. That makes, it, that makes it tough. Nah, I ain't, ain't going to put up with that no more. Uh-uh. uh-uh not them yetis. No. I'm going to start kicking me some yeti butt. <laughs> you know, like that Clint Eastwood did and some of them spy yeti westerns? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, like, yeah. Look out there. Yeah, I'm going to put on my one-gallon hat. Grab my 0.6 shooter and put on my black trench coat from Oshkosh Bagosh and start making some of them Yetis my bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look out there. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm sorry, Elvis. I'm sorry that happened. Oh, God. Well, listen, (laughs) listen, have a... Have a great holiday, and as always, thank you for popping in. Give us the latest update on the on the show and oh, what all's going on there in the North Pole. Oh, Mama, baby, I enjoy coming down here. Don't forget to come see the show now. I'm Elvis. <laughs> oh, if you don't come, I'll cry to chop you. I'll do you what I do them yetis when they ruin all the show. I know. I'll cry to chop you. I know you do. Cry to chop you. <laughs> that going on. I won't give you ninja kick. 
<laughs> oh, oh, my God, you oh. are getting good at that. Can't Daniel. believe you're still standing. <laughs> hey, Neil, you want some kind of drugs? You must be hopped up on that CPC something. I ain't feeling any of this. You are fired up, boy. Oh, you better get me out of here before I start taking names. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mama. Ladies and gentlemen, Elphis has left the building. Yeah, you know what? I, you know, just as you, I listened to those guys religiously. Uh, those guys were like so much of my growing up in the 80s. I mean, hell, I was a young father listening to Mark and Brian and Kill OS. Uh, you know, uh, me and Mrs. Chang took our daughters to many, many of the Mark and Brian drive-ins and the Halloween nights. And, you know, we went to a Christmas party. Uh, we went to the Mark and Brian golf tournaments. Oh, and it was uh, those guys are something that, you know, you're never really going to see again. You know what you people have said when they listen to us that uh, me and you remind them of Mark and Brian. And, you know, that's very humbling and very uh, greatly, greatly appreciated. But uh, it was those guys. I mean, those cats went on radio and they did a drunk show. One of the first times in any type of history. And the thing was, it was hilarious. It was sometimes X rated, but yet they did it for a main purpose. Do not go out and drink and drive. Because look what happens when you're inebriated. We are just lacking the $5 million contract. Oh, I'll do it for a million. On that, let's jump into something else. <laughs> let's jump over to something else, Jang. We let people hear some of the jocks. And I want to let you listen to a couple more because they're just fascinating to hear. If you get a chance, go on YouTube. You can catch the clips. Up next, this is JoJo Cooking Kincaid from 1987 when he was at KKLQ in San Diego's Q106. Credit approval. Yeah. Dealer participation may affect final price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is it. The beginning of your party music marathon with money in the music. Friday, my attitude is showing. Jojo cooking here on Q106. Write the song down. Word up. This will get you $106 if you count to win. On the Q. San Diego's new Q. You don't have to tell me what day it is. It's Friday. Friday. Party. Fucking out, baby. Uh, Big earthquake in, yesterday in Los Angeles. This is the weekend kickoff, so I can... Uh, yeah, I, I feel the ground shake it again here. It's Friday. I'm feeling real good. <laughs> Weather for San Diego. Beautiful. And along those lines, Chang, we had so many here in Southern California. But jumping over to the back east, just an honorable mention, because there is a guy that he is still doing radio. Not sure where he's at today, but Broadway Bill Lee. From Hot 97. This is from November 1988. Take a listen. Oh, the most music, Hot 97. Rock and steady, always ready for 15 minutes of music every hour. And now we're looking at New York City weather. From Fox 5 meteorologist Nick Gregory. Clear and breezy tonight, low down to 35. Sunny, chilly tomorrow, high 45. That's what it is now in Central Park. On the radio, 97.1 with those concert tickets to see new edition after this. Oh, it's the most 
music. Hot 97. End of the show, Mr. Lee. Gotta go until tomorrow. Stay calm. Kiss your mom and the mom. Do the best you can. Remember, God loves you better now. Our own. The fire, the energy. Phenomenal. The energy alone, it's just like a, it's a firecracker in the microphone. Now, I got a cat right here. Some of you may remember. He is from K-Rock. And this is from 1982. Do you remember this cat? Freddie Snakeskin from K-Rock. Ah, uh, yes. He had a mustache, <laughs> dark hair, yeah, dark dude. mustache. I, I, well, very, very thin. He was like a surfer boy yes. with a little mustache. Yes. He kind and, of looked uh, like, so yeah, he had that porno mustache, but he looked like he was a roadie from the Beach Boys. Yeah, uh, and he, you can tell this guy, this cat was always getting high, oh, too. Yeah. Uh, he he was very he was a slow talker, yeah. but let's take a listen to good old Freddie Snakeskin from Care from Care Q. Well, the world famous K Rock. It's King Cotton doing uh, "Stick to the Grind." One time, y'all, baby, and uh, y'all heard uh, "Shattered by the Stones" before that, and "Only Go Boingo" with "Goodbye Goodbye" off the Fast Times at Richmond High album. Thanks a lot for the scrutiny, pal. Talk of the Town by the Pretenders was before that. You also heard the Boomtown Gannats doing "Skin on Skin." And the first song that you heard, appropriately enough, number one lowest common denominator, was committed by Todd Rundgren. And now, in lieu of the uh, presence of Dr. George Baby Cooing, here's the K-Rock Highway Patrol weather for L.A. and Orange County. There you go. A few showers and a chance of thunder showers this afternoon with a 60% chance of measurable rain at some point. <laughs> it's going to be partly cloudy tomorrow. Overnight low in the mid-60s, tomorrow's high. In the low 80s, it's now 77 in San Diego, wherever the hell that is. 74 in Orange County, 76 in the Valley, 72 at the Beach, and 68 degrees here at K-Rock. That's now available at all Licorice Pizza stores. Licorice Pizza, the tastiest music in town. No, no, bro. Everybody in Los Angeles radio or even television remember uh, the voice of America's top 100, top 10, Mr. Casey Kasem. Who could forget the legendary voice of the countdown that you heard on the weekends from Casey Kasem? Who could forget the TV shows Casey was on? Uh, the gorgeous daughter that Casey uh, had who followed his footsteps and did radio with uh, ex-Motley uh, Crew uh, bandmate, bass player Nikki Six for a bit. Casey Kasem is an icon to American radio here in Los Angeles, and I think broadcast-wise globally. Notably, he was in charge and the voice of American Top 40. you got to remember, he was there at American Top 40 since 1970 to 1988. So he had a flourishing career. And one thing I don't right. know if anybody knew about this, but Casey Kasem also was a voice actor. And he voiced one of the most famous characters in all of 70s and 80s cartoons. And that was Shaggy Rogers. And Shaggy would like to say a few words to the young people out there, all right? Go ahead. Are you Shaggy? I'm Shaggy. And he's always talking about his good buddy Scoob, his old friend, his old pal, his old dear, dear buddy. And Shaggy would say right now, not all young children are as fortunate as you are. There are some that aren't. And some of them have muscular dystrophy. And there's one way to make sure that we one day find a cure for it. So just like Scoop would say, that's right, Raggy. I'm saying, as Shaggy, pitch in. Get those dimes and those quarters and those pennies. They add up, and they can all make a big, big difference. Your old pal Shaggy and Scooby, too, saying, why don't you do it this morning? And remind Mom and Dad to get to that phone and make their pledge, uh, too, You okay? probably remember Thank Charlie you. Tuna. 
from Definitely KRLA uh, and also KRS 101, I think, later right. in years. Yeah, where he started, uh, I believe, in the early 70s with KRLA, and then he finished his career in the late 80s. Uh, you know, he had that one soundtrack, Charlie Tuna, and then you would hear yeah. the applause. Yes. Uh, it's such a... Radio jocks like that that put their own personality and their own spin edit wise, that is just an art loss. And I have to commend you, my brother, not only because I'm sitting across the room from you, but uh, you have captured that with a lot of the stupidity that you and me throw into these microphones. And it's very reminiscent. And I hope uh, that you understand, bro, that that is greatly appreciated by your partner and everybody out there listening. But uh, Definitely, uh, it uh, adds a little bit of that firecracker into the microphone that we've lost with some of the guys that we're talking about now. Yeah, you know what, brother? I really, really appreciate it. That's why for all of our 80s fans, that's why we're here. And it's not always, you know, talking about music. It's not always talking about movies. Sometimes we're going to talk about the behind right, the scenes of right. things. And in this case, tonight we are talking about the behind the scenes of why radio in the 1980s was so great. And it all started... Right with the jock, with the DJ, with that yeah. radio personality. Who was your favorite? Let us know at our Facebook page. Send us a, a little note under the picture of the radio jocks for today. Now, was there a jock that mm-hmm. you hated, that you couldn't stand? Because I'll tell you what, there's always that one person who when they would come on, you would turn them off. But at the end of the day, even they were better than anything we have today. Uh, yeah, Jed the Fish of K-Rock. <laughs> oh, you're killing! He was my favorite DJ from K Rock. Uh, Jed the Fish of K Rock. I was not a big K Rock uh, fan back in the eighties. No, wrong. Jed the Fish on KROQ. Next to the poor man, he was one of the most recognized ones who remains still till today doing some part in that radio station. But this was uh, a quick impression of Jed the Fish. That was the Smiths on KROQ. This is Jedem the Fisham. I want to remind you guys to just stay cool and rad. Up next, here's the cure. So don't forget, Jetum the Fisham on Cure Q. B-52s, you have to see it to believe it. This is Wig on K-Rock. This is Carol Q, FM, Pasadena, Los Angeles, Rock of the 80s. If you talk to most of the radio personalities of back in the 1980s and before, they will Every single one of them attests to the fact that radio, when it changed, it did not change for the better. And a lot of them will tell you to to your face, radio is dead. Radio is just a different, this is a different business. It's a different animal altogether. This is not what radio used to be. Now, I have a book that was written by Jim Ladd. It's called Radio Waves. Uh, And... uh... The book is written pretty much about the beginnings of terrestrial radio, rock and roll radio, uh, which uh, the generation of the 80s knows was KMET, bands like K-West, the birth of KLOS, uh, which later kind of turned over into later uh, rock and roll radio with pirate radio in Los Angeles, KNAC 105.5 rock and roll radio of Los Angeles. And uh, the 80s not only was uh, an embalment of fashion, freedom 
individualism, but it, it was that in every essence with our fashion, with our actors, actresses, our entertainment, uh, our styles, our likes in life, uh, the colors, the flashy games, the music and the radio station and the personalities that we all shared and loved in our own communities and at our own times during the 80s. So, uh, Radio and radio personalities were just as important to the 80s as all of the other things that I mentioned. Uh, it didn't matter where you grew up, what state you grew up in the 80s. The vibe was pretty much the same. If you cranked on an FM station, you were going to get electrically shocked by the radio personality that was going to come into your head at any given moment. And they were going to bring on a show that took you on a journey, uh, a journey of the mind, theater of the mind, as Jim Ladd used to say. And initially, uh, Freeform Radio was put together and brought upon to get away from conservative radio, uh, which our parents were listening to. Uh, you know, radio back then goes back to when that was your whole uh, source of entertainment, where they would tell you a story and you would sit by with family members and you would mentally put that picture together that they were talking about on the radio, where radio of the 70s kind of intertwined with freedom and hippieism and music and entertainment more as uh, uh, another type of life instead of being around the family and the tube or that kind of unit it was kind of individualism, a chance for people to go out and be free, enjoy the music, enjoy the camaraderie that the jock and the music that they played brought to you. And in radio waves, it touched base upon the story and the outline of rock and roll radio, but not only rock and roll radio, where it came from the foundation of radio in AM back in the early 50s and 60s when it was taboo to like rock and roll. And the 80s radio just captivated everything. All the uh, bad boy type of uh, feeling that it gave, the negative energy, the devils behind it in the 80s because we were a lot more freer in that era with everything about us. I remember our conversation with Gino Michelini, uh, the funny, uh, oh man, five o'clock funny jock of KLOS radio of the 80s. Uh, he had this laugh that was just captivating and it was just you could recognize Gino's voice and his laugh uh, you can you can always close your eyes and, and listen to Gino Michelini and just laugh because you knew he was the guy bringing you five o'clock funnies that was all comedy and take you away from the end of the workday and he was going to come back with something just as clever and funny but he was going to play some music that was going to make you laugh with uh, I don't want to work all I want to do is bang all the drum all day by Todd Rundgren that type of jock, uh, that type of freedom is gone. And I'll never forget what, like Gino said, when it stopped being fun, that's when he knew it was done. Once again, I always go back to my, my same description. They just don't make them like that anymore. All right, Jane. Well, look, we've talked about it today, about the importance of, I mean, we showed you. We let you listen to the, some of the greatest jocks that the United States has ever produced in different parts of the country here in the United States. Isn't it cool to know, Chang, that you and I grew up in that era? We got to probably be the last ones to see any kind of entertainment on FM radio, even AM radio, like it was. Radio left such an impression in our soul and in our minds. Now, years later, 
We miss that type of radio personality. We miss that type of radio delivery. And we miss that type of company in the mornings or evenings. But we miss having that friend, that person across that would take my uh, sadness and, and transfer them into, into laughs. We'll probably leave this for a part two for next week. So on behalf of Toscano and Chang, on behalf of myself, I want to wish you a happy week. Be safe. Stay cool wherever you are and keep introducing the 80s to a whole new generation. All righty, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed this rendition of Back to the 80s. And this is the Chang before we release you to another Changtastic week. Remember, you matter. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you love, what you believe in or what you got. You matter. And remember, if you dig the vibe that we are giving you, please, please, please share the show. Jump in on our social media pages. Chime in. Become part of the show. Until the next time we crack the mic, the Chang bids you all a sayonara. Hasta la vista. Hasta luego. Hasta mañana. Adios. Arrivederci. And later, bro. To all my cats and kitties in the valley at OC, and to all my homies in this value of life, oh, the Take me back to the glory.